0: Full enforcement of the General Data Protection Regulation, a new European privacy law, begins this summer. The regulation involves a fundamental change in ownership and control of personal data from organizations to consumers. But the healthcare sector and the health research community have been surprisingly quiet about the law, even though they collect exactly the type of data it aims to protect. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with Charlotta Hoag, an international correspondent for the journal. Dr. Hoag has written a perspective article about the General Data Protection Regulation and what it means for the medical field. Dr. Hoag, can you tell us a bit about the origin of this regulation? Why did the European Union see it as necessary, and who decided what was going to be in the final law?
1: Well, in fact, the text and the intention of the law has been there for a long time. It was actually agreed upon internationally, also with the U.S. in the 80s, the way we wanted to protect personal data who owned the data, that the personal data were actually your data and not somebody else's. But these had just been directives or guidelines up until now. And then about four years ago, the EU decided that they needed to write this into law to have it enforced. And two years ago, the law was enforced, really. And then they gave a two-year grace period. So it's not really that the law starts working now. It has already started, but it's now that you can get fined for not following this law.
0: Given that grace period, that two years, what have organizations, including health systems, been doing to prepare for it?
1: Surprisingly little. And so for us in Europe, over the last couple of months, I would say, it has been a lot of stress because people realize, especially private companies, that this is for real. And they understand that, at the very least, they need to have people's permission to use their data. And so you cannot go onto a website or access an app or anything right now in Europe without having to say, I agree (laughs) on something. That's the very least. They have to make sure that they have consent. But the next phase will be if I, as a consumer or a patient, I can actually demand to know what kind of data are stored and how they intend to use it. And I can take that data away with me if I want to.
0: So you say in your article, actually, that the regulation could lead to changes in consent for sharing data from clinical trials and could actually allow patients to erase their health records. So will those kinds of changes require an immediate shift in how health systems and researchers do their work? Or do you think there'll be a gradual transition?
1: It will probably be a gradual transition. But I think it would be a good idea for health systems and for researchers to think really about what this law is about. And if they give ownership to the patients or the consumers, what that would mean for them. Because, for example, I think in all over the world, we are having huge problems with our health records. They are not speaking to each other. And it's just a very complicated system. And if we sort of turned it all around and said, "Okay, I really don't need to store all of your health data. I need to see them. When you're on a visit, or if you're at the hospital, for example, not necessarily to store it. It may make it simpler for the health systems. For the researchers, on the other hand, it is a big change for those who have been considering the data their data. <laughs> but that's sort of more like a mentality change.
0: So you talk about a key concept of the regulation privacy by design. Is that the kind of thing that you were just talking about?
1: Mm hmm. It is about starting out with the privacy, not that that is something that comes afterwards as an afterthought. So if I design this system so that, to make sure that people can see and control and own their own data and, and make sure that they can always erase it or move it on, then I will design my system differently than if I'm thinking first and foremost the administrators or the doctors or something like that or the researchers.
0: So I'm a researcher in, say, the United States, but some of my study participants are in Europe, or I'm working with co-investigators who are in Europe. What does that mean for me? What do I have to do?
1: You have to follow the European law, for those patients at least. And so it's a guess, or you can sort of just think about how you want to do it. I guess you can say that for participants here in the U.S. it's not necessary. But then you could look at it the other way too and say, what if I just turned my whole thinking around and started thinking about it like that, maybe it can be very interesting from a research perspective. It's just, it's different, but it could be actually quite interesting to have the patients participate more.
0: Is that what will happen? Do you think that on the one hand, it will lead to fewer people being willing to participate in trials, fewer public health data available for researchers, or do you think that patients are going to become more engaged and are going to want to share their data because they own it?
1: I would think the last one. And remember back from the data sharing conference or meeting we had here at the journal last year, the patients there were very willing to share their data, but they wanted to know what happened to that data. And I think I've been speaking and writing and communicating with different patients, groups and organizations. And in general, they are very interested in sharing. They are very interested in having medicine improve for their condition, for example, and they realize that means that they have to share their data. But this is, of course, also different between different patients' groups. The strong patients' organizations, usually chronic diseases, they really see that they could contribute, you know, because there is not much treatment, for example. If you take ALS or multiple sclerosis, those kinds of things, or chronic fatigue, for example, what is it?
0: Finally, do you think other countries are going to be going in this direction?
1: Actually, the Chinese government has written a law that I haven't read it in Chinese, of course, but I have read about it. And it's similar or even stricter than the European law. It's not yet enforced, and I don't know when it will be enforced. But I think everything that has happened around data on the internet and all that, the misuse of data has made governments and organizations and people aware that personal data are very personal. And I think the best person is you to protect it.
0: Thank you, Dr. Hoag.